You're tuned in to the biggest balls of them all. That's right. Playing with Balls podcast. We got sports and comedy for that ass. With Shannon Lee and Rachel Cobb, check. You about to go downtown, bitch, on the only podcast that sports platinum and brunette chicks. That's right. Playing with Balls podcast, you dig? Welcome to the Playing with Balls podcast. I'm Rachel Kopchak. And I am your other co-host, Shannon Lee, and we're reporting live. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> from Santa Monica, California. As always. Where we always are uh, reporting from. Yeah, we have a super, super special guest. We do. Our most specialist guest ever. Yes, we have Dennis Gubbins, yeah. our friend, comedian pal on today. Hello, Dennis. Hi, how are you? Thank Ladies, you for joining women, us. Women, I should say. And um, good. well, whatever, babes, women, just don't call us like broads or something. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's off limits. Never. But um, Dennis is a good friend of both of ours. Yes. And actually, um, cool story. I first met you, Dennis. Uh, actually, I think it was before I moved to LA. But whatever, way back when, when I was first starting out in comedy, and you gave me sort of the lay of the land, and I try to be helpful when I can. Definitely, we're like uh, you know somebody that I look to for guidance when I was first getting started. So um, I've known you a long time. Yeah, it's good to be here. So when yeah. I'm famous one day, I will I'll give you credit. I'll so. give you a cred. Hire me as a producer. Yeah, That's for sure. Or an actor. <laughs> Something. Or just be like we're really good friends. Yeah, or a special thank you and the credits always is like pays the bills and that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. How all, did you meet Dennis? Um, through our mutual friend Bridget. Oh, yeah. through Bridget. Bridget yeah. actually ha- her name has popped up on this podcast. Yeah, we'll have to have her just do a guest spot because she's how we know so many people. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, on one of our last podcasts, we talked a lot about that fun party we went to. Yeah, um, the oyster shack where Rachel oh, and I yeah. were hungover for like two days. Oh, y- right. You were there too. I was there. That was a fun it, party. Late into the night. That's that last was. time we saw you was. at Bridget's party. That was a good party. Yeah. Bridget had a great time and so did Ryan. Yeah, yeah Ryan, her boyfriend. Who turned yeah. into a zombie a little bit towards the end. <laughs> Frankenstein, she called him. He's like, yeah. he turns into Frankenstein where he's she, like... She turned into Bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> she, I don't think she listens to this podcast, but no. if she does, thanks she's for great. listening, Bridge. And it was one of the greatest. It was a super fun party and she's a it great was. host and he was a great host. It was a great time and they had a good time and they lived there. Why shouldn't they have I like to time? say her, her boyfriend... Didn't drive or go anywhere. Ryan gets spaghetti arms when he's when he gets really drunk. He's like, Bleh, and his yeah. arms are yeah, like really long. Mean, like, and they become like spaghetti and they could like be dangerous weapons if you're in the way it's usually around the time he goes to sleep so yeah Yeah. and if you've listened to the podcast I told the story of how amazing a dancer you are I I know you're a really talented comedian and everything but I I like to brag about your dancing Um, skills and um, I have the video to prove it and I just watched it and I have to say we're like kind of amazing. It's pretty good. Wait, I haven't seen it. I know, I'll have to show you. We're like really good dancers. I knew that you were braggy. (laughs) Well, not even bragging, but no, no, no. But at one party we ran into you at Venice, a totally different party. You had mentioned that you were a good dancer and I just remember I like was like, oh, Rachel loves to dance. And I, like, found her and, like, pushed you guys together and was like, dance now. And yeah. we, like, did some twirls in the background. But I didn't know it was, like, a serious thing. No, I, yeah, we, she's good. She's a good follower. Most Americans don't know Thank how to you. follow. Oh, I have zero idea how I to learned, follow. I learned how to do a lot of my dancing in Venezuela, the merengue. Oh, yeah, know. but I switch it up. I, I throw in some like... swing and some other stuff. I don't, like, train. I just like dancing. I'm great at weddings. I didn't realize you were, like, the real deal, yeah, though. Yeah, I've been doing it since I was a kid. I used to dance with my mom and my sisters and, like, the Saturday Night Fever stuff, so mm-hmm. I could do 
of the day they needed a guy to help like to dance with them to hustle so, to do that the hustle and all that <laughs> stuff and then my one friend and i would dance together at like eighth grade dances we'd be in the corner like spinning each other like 50 style i've always liked it but then when i go to do like salsa and stuff i get caught up in the counting and that one, just two, let me be one, free two, let me do my thing <laughs> i can sometimes spin people too much i get dizzy so it's fun but I think at one point you actually hoisted me over your head. I did. And spun a helicopter. Me around. Like, like yeah, helicopter spin. I was going to say like the lift in Dirty Dancing. No, no, no. no I put no. it more like a fireman's carry, but yes. then spinning like a helicopter. I've Where the that. hell yeah. was I when all this was going on? I, I don't, don't remember. Know. Well, I was just going to say if all else fails, you know, dancing could be in your future. Yeah. You know? Well, I need to become a star, I guess, because I would win that fucking show in no yes. time. Well, What's and it called? Dancing uh, with the Stars. Oh, that's what it's called. And also when when somebody <laughs> is good at letting you lead. When they're good at following, that just yep. means trust. Good lover? What? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say. Well, I, I don't want to say, say that because I'm really bad at following, and I. But yeah. I'm not like I'm not like. <laughs> okay, she's a good lover. I, I can't imagine. Well, yeah, I don't really? know. I haven't had experience. Oh, yeah. You did live friend. with me for two months. So. You're a good friend. I uh, do the math on that one. But I know it's trust. That's what um, a guy was telling me when I. He was like, "Please let me lead," and I'm like, "I just don't know how." And he's like, it's just trust. Yeah, you just got to trust. Yep. Yeah, and so that's what it was. And um, I just think I have two left feet. Anyway, which you know I kind of... Yeah. I'm not like a terrible dancer, but I... I almost like make fun of, I mock it. Sure. So to I cover up to yes. cover up my insecurities. It works. So we, a lot of it did work. I mean, at least favor. I'm self aware about that's it. You know. Good. I think that's my favorite part about dancing is that you have to let go. Right. And you can't think and like you have to trust the other person. And I have a hard time doing that in real life. Yeah. And so when it comes to dancing, I like I get that like release and I don't have to think because right. you're thinking. Mm-hmm. And I just have to listen and follow and move follow, my feet. Put your hands and, out and, and not fall down go with it and yeah and, and and your hands always there and you don't you didn't you don't drop me i did not <laughs> well you know we'll have to do something more formal in the future and get get a not drunk video of you guys dancing but i'm sure you right. were still really good because i know you both can dance there's i know a, you can there's Rach. a classic video in my family of me at my aunt Dee Dee and uncle kevin's wedding in chicago when i was 18 I was wearing my grandfather's old tuxedo, and I was wearing black Converse high-top basketball shoes that were, like, I thought they were comfortable and cool, and my one uncle was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he never swears. He goes to church three times a week. And I was like, oh, he's drunk, and he's having a good time. With a huge circle going, big dance party, super fun, and I was spinning my cousin, and I let go of her, and she kind of spun on the ground. Not bad, but then I just kind of danced away from her. <laughs> so that one's been showing about. But yeah, no, I, I'm pretty good at not dropping people, and I do the helicopter lift probably more than I should. And um, I like that you said you're pretty good. good at not dropping people yeah. because it seems like there should be like a zero percent tolerance policy on dropping people. Yeah, you not know, really, that's part of life. You drop and then you get up and then you drop them again and then they get up and drop them again and then you get. Up. Well, you yeah. know, I, I would never try to lift anybody up in my no. dance moves. No. I, I mean, I can barely lift myself up, keep myself going. You know, yes. But I was saying to Rachel before too. We were talking on that one particular podcast how you we like see you at all the Venice parties. That's how we know that you like to dance. Like we mm-hmm. feel like you're like that guy we see everywhere in Venice. Well, Miss, I live Mr. There, Venice. Yeah. I think well, she I mean, called you. Yeah, but oh, just because yeah. you live there. No, but I like dance parties. I've always liked dance parties all through college and even after college. I used to have parties here in Venice at my house, and I'd say it's a dance party. Like you don't, you're not coming here. Like we're gonna have a dance party. If you don't like dancing, don't bother coming. But we, but like we've seen you. Three people. 
at like that like well Venice <laughs> oh, I'll be there now dude yeah. my, my neighbor Magda who's 86 there's the three of us oh her gosh. name is not Magda I have a neighbor named Magda who's not 86 but she is <gasps> like the, from something about Mary oh yeah she's like that and she's the most nosy wonderful like everything is like and I think she's from Hungary and so she's got a great accent and she's always like Danny's Danny's come come here there was a noise did you hear the noise <laughs> and it's just always there's always something or like with my dogs like Danny come here where is your dogs they're okay I'm like yeah just everything and I have to like and it's a bummer but I've been living next to her for 15 years and so after like 10 years of it I finally was like okay gotta go and I just have to walk away because she'll just talk and she's wonderful but yeah her name is Magda and her husband is named Mickey and he's now really obese and probably will die soon and he has one of these coughs that I wait I can hear him coughing and I'm like this is it this is the the death the last (laughs) one it's like a screaming cough he goes goes, like he'll do this and I'm just waiting for the one to be like and then, and then hear a thud. Oh, that's yeah. terrible. The earthquake. Yeah, I was, I was home for the earthquake. Yeah, say, that was a while ago. That, was, that which one? Yeah. I mean, we've had a few over that's these last. That's true. I mean, they, we're in California, guys. That's listening, true. if anyone's out there in America, farther away, we're in California, so we get them. But anyway, that's part of California. Well, yeah. so we see Mr. Venice all over Venice. We've seen you at a new moon party, uh-huh. random stuff. I mean, yeah. not, not stand up related. Even that one time at a Halloween party that a was couple a years party. ago. Yeah, we did that. We did yeah. that party. That was a good dance party. That was a yeah. good dance party. That, that was, was a great dance party. I in that dressed garage. up as um, uh, Pretty Woman, the stripper. Oh yeah, the, when she yeah. was a stripper. Okay. And uh, I don't think Julia you were at that Roberts. party, Rachel. I wasn't there. You yeah. were not there. And no, I, I went to. I was. The was that my Castle. classic? I have a costume that I wear probably for the last I can't five remember, six years. Dennis, I don't know. I, I wear a bathrobe. And I have slippers on, and I have a measuring cup in my hand. You definitely were wearing that, yes. So I you, that asked, now. you said, "Ask me who I am." Yeah, who are you? I'm a, the neighbor. I live next door. I just came to borrow some sugar. <laughs> I didn't know there was a party going on, so uh, it's kind of awkward. We actually have. We and have a, that, friends, is the easiest costume you can put together. It's a good costume. It's Write a great it down. costume. It's a story starter. <laughs> Rachel, we don't have a dance story from that party, but Dennis and I have a good story. How we ended up hanging out with these girls at the end of the night who. Um, at one point, Dennis said to me and Brooke, um, our friend Brooke, um, your friend is like, something's happening with your friend or these, uh, whatever. And Brooke and I said, no, um, something's happening with your friend. And we both looked at each other and we we're like, oh, my God, we're hanging out with all these people that we have no oh, idea yeah, who oh, they are. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I get what you're saying. We, we left the party. You'll probably tell it better than I We left the party. About six of us left the party together. And I knew Shannon and I knew Brooke. And I had just met. Uh, I think it was Allison. Al- Allison, who was also at Bernie Bridget's party. And I don't and know Donnie the other girl. And I think Mike. And so we were all hanging out. And I was like, so your friend is kind of, what's her deal? She's kind of weird. She goes, I thought she was your friend. <laughs> so we so left we had, the party together to go to our She fell down outside of this party. awful like post-rave, like at 2.30 in the morning. She fell down and scraped her hand up. And, and it was drama all over the place. And, but it was kind of hilarious no when we had that her. moment no. where we oh looked at each God. other. And we were like, wait, that's not your friend? Yeah. No, that's not your friend? She was a friend visiting you from home. That's how I, th- I thought you guys knew each other that well. I, I thought like, you they came to the party with you. Isn't it great that we just make up these stories in our yeah. head but, and like don't ever ask or talk no. or figure it out? Well, we so, left them because we realized nobody was friends with them. Yeah. <laughs> so we were like, okay, I guess we can just leave now. There's Callie the, Bulldog, that was Callie the Bulldog. Callie the Bulldog. She's fantastic. Co- third co-host. But you've lived in Venice a long time, but you're not originally yeah. from Venice. No, I'm from Northern California by way of Chicago. I was born in Chicago. Yeah. Are you from Grass Valley? No. Mill. 
Valley? Mill Valley. I, okay, I knew it was a valley. Yeah, Mill Gra- Valley is much bougier than Grass Valley. Grass Valley is way <laughs> north. It's by Tahoe. <laughs> It's Valley. way north. Mill Valley, uh, I guess it's bougie now. It's, yeah. it's bougie. It's in the, it's yeah. in the um, with Marin County. Yes. Like one of the nicest areas in all of the country, yeah. I would say. Yeah, one of the more expensive places. But when we moved there way back in the day when I was a baby, it was not that crazy. It was always nice because it's close to San Francisco. Yeah. But now it's just fucking ridiculous. You have to be like a billionaire to be even buy oh, a house. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like sure. what's happening in Venice now. They follow me, so oh, wherever I, see. I go next, I'm buying property. Lots of it. Well, we should too then. We should pay attention to yeah. that. If you move, let us know. I will. So I how will. long have you been in, like, when did you move to Venice and why? I like to say this joke because it's true, but most people know where they were the day I moved to Venice. <laughs> September 11th, 2001. Oh my god, I yeah. thought that was the joke. No, it's the real. <laughs> I, w- I was thinking I was dumb I'm not for super a minute. That was the oh, setup. Yeah. yeah. No, I actually I remember exactly where I was. Yeah, most people do. Yeah. I yeah. Ju- I was in my Pontiac I was in a 93 Pontiac Grand Dam. Where were Ooh. you? I was in English class in high school. Wow. I was I, driving back from class in college. Wow. wow. I was uh, well into my adult life. <laughs> uh, it's okay. <laughs> I was staying at a friend's house because I was moving into a place. I was starting paying rent on the 15th of September, and she's like, you can move in early because the last person who was there bailed. And so I was crashing at my buddy's house who was up in Canada working on a TV show. And uh, yeah, I woke up that morning and... Everything was so you crazy. moved there that day. Yeah, so they moved some of my stuff in that day, and then I think I went back up to San Francisco the next day, kind of get out of town for a little while. Yeah. yeah. Went home. My brother called and was like, I think you need to come home. And I was like, what? It was heavy. Yeah. yeah. That's a dark joke. Obviously, it's heavy. Yeah. Super well, dark joke. you set it up to be really funny. I thought Thank that you. was like okay. the funny thing. Like, every, like, I, like I'm knows. the best. Yeah. Everyone knows where they were when I moved here. Yeah. That's what so makes that's Rachel not. and I so great and different, because she laughed, and I was like, huh? I'm like, let me. I'm gonna need a minute because I don't get this it. Joke. So yeah. So I've been yeah. in Venice for a while. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you're. So wait. Tell me real quick about Chicago. Where in Chicago are you from? Uh. Well, I, or is South your side. From? My family is my both my dad and my mom's side are all Chicago. Okay. Like, for a while. So we are were you South Side I Irish. Was born South Side. Yeah. I was born in Blue Island Hospital. Yes. Yeah. And so I'm a Cub, I'm not a Cubs fan. I'm a White Sox fan. That's why we're friends. Yep. And then when I moved to <laughs> San, when I grew up, I was a Giants fan, and so they were my National League team, and then when I was go back visiting in Chicago, my uncle, who was like the only real guy, well, some of my cousins they were in sports, but my family, not into sports at all. We were into mm. playing sports, but my brother never watched. My sisters, huh. my mom, my dad, so it no was like one your watched thing. sports. They all played sports. All good athletes. My, my I, I competed in college, and my sister competed in college, and my brother played high school and my sis- other sister played high school wow. sports. Wow. So, what yeah. sports did you... Soccer. My brother and I played soccer all our lives and then I played in college a little bit and he surfed and he's a great surfer still. My sister played volleyball and tennis and then my other sister was a diver and then she did crew in college and she wow. like won. She went crew to, yeah. and respect there. Yeah. That's And she did some diving. Tough. And then yeah. we play soccer as a family Thanksgivings and we always play games and sports are always there. I played tennis with my mom growing up and That's I played so tennis cool. in high school too. So yeah, I played sports. Wow, the whole yeah. gamut so there. I still play sports now. But yeah, so we did that and then um so yeah, Oak Park River Forest. Uh-huh. Um 
Flossmore, country, mm-hmm. I mean, like the buddy, like those areas. I don't know oh, the yeah. neighborhoods, but like Lake Forest, I think we live there. We moved when I'm the youngest of my family, so we moved when I was like not even two. Oh wow! So we moved to San Francisco. So I'm pretty much you're more San Francisco. West Coast, but I yeah. still. The crazy thing was growing up in like liberal Marin County, like you know everyone's outdoorsy and stuff. I was like, I like sports since day one. I liked watching sports. I liked eating hot dogs. I like that. And so it was like <laughs> Chicago Who was in my blood. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just like remember. Yeah, I would be 500 pounds if I stayed in Chicago. Yeah. I would just be eating and drinking and watching. And well, the food is so good there. Watching. Even yeah. when Rachel goes, she brings Italian back like beef. fun stuff, yeah. like your popcorn, I bring and popcorn, oh, yeah, or like nuts on Clark popcorn, if mm-hmm. depending on what airport I'm at nice. and where I can get. I just like the Italian beef. It's the oh. single. Al's beef. Do you like Al's beef or potatoes? No, we went Johnny's out in River Park or River Forest out there. Yeah, and so that's where my cousin first took me, and it's like a memory I'll never forget. The big fat dude behind the counter, fat Italian guy, and the way you ordered it, and then eating it, and the hot peppers burning my mouth, and then eating the Italian lemon ice with it, and just all of it into dripping. It's so good. You gotta have. You can't like have a beef sandwich without an Italian ice. Like in Little Italy, there's Al the original Al's beef, and across the street is a shack that is the best Italian ice and those I can never remember this Italian thing it's like a it kind of looks like a it's a like a seed or a nut pimento papapa something well I'm Irish and Italian something pie papa uh, something with a pea Pomegranate? and you pop them out of the <laughs> shell. It's kind of like eating a no. It's kind of like eating at a but not. Yeah. Um, and I forget and they soak them in like salt water and yeah. it's like oh they're That's so good. good. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. I, we, I would buy like a tub, like a gallon tub of oh. these things and you just like pop them. That sounds good. I'll figure out what I'll yeah. look it up what it's called. I so can't remember. Classic but. Irish Italian Chicago yeah. Catholic. You know, I have an uncle who's a priest, an aunt who's a nun, like yeah. Oh my gosh. All that kind of stuff. I just have to make a statement that Rachel huh. has really been looking out on our podcast because the Chicago we have people. had so many Chicago people. I'm like <laughs> I feel like I now can maybe add value to like knowing something right. about Chicago. But like I think I need to get a Philly fan on here yeah. sooner than later. You know? Well, yeah. because I, mean, I know I enjoy learning about it. I mean, I've heard about all the food so yeah. much. It like always makes me hungry. Chicago I want to fly sports. there just to eat food and like go oh, come back. It's and the, the best. Sports. And like, but also, I mean, I know this started off as a dancing podcast, but it is a sports podcast. <laughs> this and, is and a Chicago whatever is a the fuck we want town. podcast. It's a big it is. sports town, but the food is great. I like deep dish I'm not a huge fan mm-hmm. when I think of Chicago I think of hot dogs and I think of Italian beef I think of hot dogs Portillo's yeah. Portillo's yep covers it Portillo's in, is good they have one down I think of hot somewhere. dogs and Rachel's yeah. accent that's what I think of hot I think dogs. Chicago Chicago Jan but Jan. I was telling her Jan. every that's, time I meet somebody from Chicago now I like my first like question them question to them is are you a Cubs fan or a White Sox fan? And I would never even ask this question if it weren't for Rachel. Oh, yeah. Or we hadn't had so many podcasts where we're just like talking about the dynamics between the two teams. Right. But I feel like I'm like understand the like the differences and the people and all that sort of thing. Right. And I remember because we had you, Dennis, on our home run derby challenge yes, last year. And that. I was very confused you about why you were a San Francisco and a Chicago fan, but yeah. now it makes sense. So I'm glad we got a chance a city on a birth. podcast to to learn Here. more about each other. I think I think any sports fan has these rights: city of birth and where you grew up. 
And I, if you went to college, then that's a given. Totally agree. But those are my things. So when people are like, I'm from Albuquerque and I'm a fan of the New York Mets, I it's like, that makes no agree. sense. Unless you were born there or maybe like their parent, I get a little bit. But my only one thing that I stray that from is when I was a kid, I started watching college basketball with my buddy and uh, and I had no idea what was going on. And he, he asked me who my favorite team was and he happened to be watching Kentucky play North Carolina and he, he was a Kentucky fan. And I go, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, a second later, Michael Jordan, who was like a sophomore or junior, dunks. Mm. And I go, oh, that's my favorite player. Yeah. And I was a, like a diehard fan ever since. It just turned it on and I'd watch them because they were on TV all the time. I knew nothing about them. I but think I that's like, the third most honorable team. way to yes. like a team. I was just going to say. You have to be young. When, yes. You have to be young. And and young. You, but I think even as an adult, you can still appreciate because I like... Um, I am not a number one Golden State Warriors fan. I can finally say Golden State. I know. Uh, we were saying, we, long story, who cares? <laughs> we, but, were, we were taught, we had the guy who did a documentary on the NHL team, the California Golden Seals. From Oakland. Yeah, from, not Golden from But we kept calling we kept, them Golden yeah. State they're Seals. From, yeah, they're from the very. Yeah, Oakland. Yeah. They're yeah. from Oakland. Right. To make it even more But they more played confusing. at the Cow Palace, didn't they? Yeah. Yes. In San Francisco. Yeah. Yes. That was in, okay. It yeah. didn't But also, well, then, then it, Michael Jordan was drafted by the Chicago Bulls. Yes. So that made then it, like, it be better. like, oh, I can be a Bulls fan a little bit now. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. What Even is, though I was Warriors my team. But what I was going to say was, but I I love the Warriors because I used to live in the Bay Area for like seven years, even though I'm from Philly, and I sort of like adopted them as my second team. And I would say the same thing about the Giants, mm-hmm. but like I don't hate them or anything. And I just, but I also love the Warriors because I love watching Steph Curry play. I just think it's a magical thing to watch them play, and especially in some of the playoff series so far. So, And Rachel knows when we were doing a, something different last year, we were doing Rabble, it was like my most fun like series to watch mm-hmm. because I just watched them for so yeah, many years. You know? When he's on, he's insane. And I, I'll, Full disclosure, a few years ago, I was ready to trade him. Because he was frustrating because he was hurt all the time. Yeah. He was hurt and I, he was more valuable than Montalas, who I liked. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you can get more for Curry. Hopefully, he, you know, it turns out we get someone good. And thankfully, they didn't make that trade. Yeah. Because he's oh, turned into a pretty. Yeah, I think you're pretty. I think you're eating yeah. your words on that one, yeah. mister. Oh, and I'm not yeah. afraid of it. I'll admit it. I don't yeah. know. But I'm not. But I wouldn't consider myself like a bandwagon fan. I just like watching them yeah. play. I don't see why of... anyone wouldn't want to. It's the most enjoyable basketball going right now. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. Like I mean, Westbrook's insane and he's great, but it's like one on one drive, whatever he Outside might do something. Of... Harden is a chump. I mean, like that's a team. Even when, yeah. when Durant went down, exactly. they won 13 in a row or 12 in I a row. I know. It's a like, team. Which I questions is value. Yeah. And I, it's a team that was, mo- well, it's about 50-50 now. But last year, it was very homegrown. The last few years with Barnes and Green and Curry and Thompson all being drafted by the team. It's like, why, yeah. do, why, why, why do you hate on that, dumb mm-hmm. shits? Yeah. People well, are just fucking stupid. It was exciting, though, when Durant went to Golden State last yes. year. Yeah. But I was going to say another fun one to watch was the Celtics Bulls cuz the oh, Bulls yeah. had a yeah, had they, a moment. They did. They, made, they, they had a moment out of nowhere. I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> I don't even think people from Chicago really like even thought they were going to even no. make the playoffs. It was a little no. crazy. Let alone like really care, you know. They held their own, I have to say. I mean, at least for the first two games. Yeah. Yeah. I, I well, that's all you can They've ask been for. in the playoffs. If you're going to make the playoffs and, and not get in the lottery, you might as well win a game or two and give your fans something to cheer about. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Like create some controversy. 
Yeah. Who we just swept. We yeah. Swept but no, but yeah. Golden State is fun to watch as a non. I mean, I'm. I would be a Bulls fan. I don't really follow basketball as is that, much. Is there a tiger loose? Yes, there is a tiger in the back. <laughs> it's our third co-host, Callie the Bulldog, who's she's now the playing. Best. She's like a piggy pig. Oh god, she's got but just an yeah, attitude. I really do like watching Golden State. I I don't like love Steph Curry. Right. I think he's really talented. I have issues with his wife and oh, her yeah. comments to the public because I disagree with that. Mm-hmm. And I think you should keep your mouth shut. Uh-huh. And when your husband makes that much money, it doesn't matter if you win or lose. Right. And if it's, quote, fixed, I just have a whole, oh, yeah, that whole issue with lame. that. And dumb. so it's kind of like, Well, that's you know, social media, too. Everyone's so instant. And it's like, boom, she's frustrated yeah. and sends you. are like, just don't even do don't it. Don't do yeah, it. She's like, I, I, she I, makes I him just, look dumb. Yeah. That whole thing that happened last year. He does some dumb shit. Some and, of his well, celebrations yeah. and stuff, I can see how they would rub people the wrong way and Draymond Green too if I wasn't a fan I'd totally. kind of be like dude you're a knuckle you know to get your shit together but at the same time they're my squad so I love yeah, it. I'm not <laughs> discrediting yeah. talent and they are and yeah. I love what you said that they're a team because there's a lot of quote teams that are yeah. not teams like no. like of course the Russell Westbrook thing yeah. that's going on right He's now like one. he had yeah. he broke how many bajillions of records but yeah. triple double in the playoffs yeah. you know yeah, but still the stats just, like triple doubles weren't done when Magic was playing yeah and like i heard this on someone talking about it and like they did the math and he averaged like 29.6 and 9.7 like yeah if he knew about triple doubles he would have gotten those extra assists here and there he like you don't think westbrook isn't aware of like you need one more assist oh, okay there <laughs> yeah like, i mean give me a break the and they didn't even like, win that game no, that where he got that triple double where he no. broke that record no so those it's impressive he's a great all-around player but it's not i i, I think Har- harden's more of an mvp to me because what his team did but mm-hmm. but i kind of like what rachel said a bit because it goes back to like we both have different opinions about not not really conflicting opinions about Golden State, but just like we look at it, we're looking at that team in particular two different ways. And it does come down to like your technical skills for sure. And that's more what I'm talking about, like just the athleticism of the team and the camaraderie of the team and whatever. Um, and how they were sort of like more of a grassroots team than all these like big yeah. players um, in the past couple years. But they also, ha- you have to have the other part of it too, which is the interpersonal skills. Like this, you know, you're a leader, you're a hero to all these people. Like represent that in social media because that's how people see you and they right. emulate themselves after you. So if people are acting like dick fucks, for lack of a better term, yeah. it does diminish your brand. I don't know if there's a better term than that, is there? <laughs> it's uh, one of my fuck? favorite terms. Um, well, and yeah, I hear you. And how, and how do you feel about your coach? I love him, I mean, Steve Kerr. I think yeah. he's like maybe the Even best more coach around. Chicago, yeah, in your life. and just a good guy. And like his personal story is crazy. Mm-hmm. Do you know about him? What do you mean his personal? His story? dad was an, like his dad worked for the government. I think he was what is it worked at an embassy or something, and he was he's assassinated. Like Serb- Siri? Isn't he Syrian? Yeah. He grew up in, ha- in like, like somewhere. He grew up somewhere, but his dad was was assassinated when he was like. In high school or college, we talked about this on one it's of our early, earlier earlier yeah. podcasts. And he's just a good dude, and now he's struggling with all this back pain and bad surgery and stuff. But he's just a good guy. He's just a cool, positive dude. Our GM's a great guy. He's mm-hmm. been a Warriors fan all his life, and so it's just a good time, like to be a fan. And and after years and years of the roller coaster, the yeah. fan base has always been like that in, in Oakland, like the Bay Area has always supported that team. Mm-hmm. When they were bad, yeah, there might be empty seats, but people were there, and it, like they'd want to win games, and like they've 
they've always supported. So I love that, that the crowd has always been crazy, and now they finally have like a team to really root for. It's, it's not yeah. like a bunch of bandwagon no, fans. No, there right. are bandwagon fans for sure, but not nearly anything like you would find in L.A. or mm-hmm. other places. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She knows that uh-huh. L.A. fans aren't. Oh, oh don't I, even get Rachel started. Like, the Chicago's I, about to come out. Yeah. I will literally get into an argument with a stranger who's right. an L.A. fan, who's an ignorant L.A. fan, which is for 90% sure. of them. Yeah. And I, she, one of the times like she first met me, I was out on the street screaming <laughs> at an L.A. fan who was trying to tell me why the Kings were better than the Hawks. Oh, and uh, I think it was the year we were the champions. Yeah. And I was like, name three players on your team. Yeah. And he was like, uh, uh, uh. I was like, conversation over. We're yeah. done. I was like, yeah. I know more players on your own team than you right. do. Just stop. We're, you're, I hate you. Get yeah. out of my face. No, but, no. Um, anyway, speaking of good fans, though, you are good. Fan, you're a good fan of UNC. So big congratulations. Thanks. That was good. For this it, year. How exciting. It was exciting. Especially it was, after it last year. Sweet. It was one of the craziest sports days of my life because I went to the University of Oregon. And I'm a proud duck. Mm, And they met in the final four. Yeah. Which is just mind boggling to me that the ducks are any good at basketball, which is crazy. (laughs) Like Carolina has always been good. Mm -hmm. And then the fact that we should have actually won the game is doubly frustrating. But I picked Carolina to win my pool. So I made a little cash. Yeah. That's awesome. $72,000. So what do you mean (laughs) should have won? I love when people say should have won the game. Well, they lost by one point. A bad call? There were bad calls throughout the game. Refs are awful. I might have to start a web It was the very end of the game. (laughs) No, we've talked about I hate refs so much. I've hated refs all my life. I hate refs. Refs change the... They influence everything. They They change everything. There was a play early on where one of our guys went up and blocked a kid's shot like crazy out of nowhere. This guy jumped and blocked this beautiful shot and another defender of ours was like jumping next to him and you can see our defender turn away to avoid contact mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then foul and no. then made two free throws we end up losing by one point so I that remember. one play could be crucial and that was earlier um, so yeah and then on the last one they missed four free throws in a row and we didn't get the rebound one time on that and if mm. we just got the rebound and shot and missed I would feel so much better than how it played out well you know so yeah it was very frustrating but it was cool in a way but yeah that's gonna sting for a while I still have that one on the DVR. I have to go back and watch it one day. Oh gosh, I have. Uh, that's like that sounds like torture. Yeah. I know yeah, it's already etched in I'm not your ready brain. yet. It is. It's but brutal. It's funny because I remember fan. that game to the exact detail of the end because Rachel and I were in a March Madness pool, mm-hmm. and I needed North Carolina to win that game in order for me to just not lose the whole thing. And because they did, we ended up tying. Yeah, and I like basically and I basically like fake mm-hmm. one because I originally had picked Kansas to win, but yeah. but to get to that point we ended up tying mm-hmm. and I, then, yeah i was in whatever a, 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 a so my motivations were different it was for frosties <laughs> yeah yours was upset ours was for wendy's frosties yeah. and you actually won real money i won some cash but not a lot but i picked 30 out of 32 first round games correctly wow and wow. in my league in my pool i was only in fourth place because you get bonus points for picking upsets you get the difference between the seeds uh, we didn't and so do I, yeah it's a crazy way to play it's fun but we, if i if it was based just on picking I had more games correct than anyone else, and I still came in fourth place. So we ended wow. tied at each at 46 wins total. Yeah. I think I was around that, too. Yeah. That's good. Ours, we they, actually did really no, good our, for no, not they, knowing a damn thing. <laughs> no. We literally teams. just were like, blah, 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 and we just randomly You got to go with like, like senior-laden teams, like experience. Exactly. Yeah. Like, we know Kentucky. We know North Carolina. We know Duke, you know, Kansas, and oh, Kansas, Duke. but Gonzaga. Gonzaga. But... 
you know, well, beyond that St. Mary's, yeah, I don't know, yeah. man, Florida, South, yeah. what the fuck, you know? Right. No, yeah. there's too many teams. But there's always some upsets, too, so yeah. that's what makes you it fun. But we were five, shocked. 5-12. 5 always loses to a 12 every year. That really? happens every single year. I'll have to write that, that down. Well, for two girls that uh-huh. run a sports podcast, yeah. we sure know what we're doing because two we... Two ladies, two chicks, two yeah. dames. Yeah. Just dames. not broads. I like dames. dames. Not dames broads. is good. No. So yeah. who's your football team then? The San Francisco 49ers. Okay. Okay. I was growing, I was a Charger fan growing up as a kid. Because uh, I like Dan Fouts, and when we played Nerf football, I'd pretend to be Dan Fouts because I like he threw the ball a lot. So, Chargers are kind of my secondary team, and now the Tennessee Titans are my second, another team that I like because of Marcus Mariota, who went mm-hmm. to Oregon. Mm-hmm. My so, brother works there. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just started working for the Titans. Right. Oh, so, yeah, we'll have to talk right. off air. Let's talk off air. But, uh, how do you feel about the LA Char- Kaepernick thing? Oh, oh, I was yeah. going to go with Kaepernick. Oh, sorry. oh Kaepernick. So, so, questions. Okay, which part? Well, well I, I respect I mean, Kaepernick. Feel about I'm a, whole I'm a big fan. I love it. I think, you know, use your platform. I'm very politically uh, inclined, and I think there's a lot of shit going on in this country that needs to be talked about. Mm-hmm. So I liked what he did, but then when I found out he doesn't vote, I was like, oh, well, fuck you. Mm-hmm. You're done. So like, truly, glad like, you said you're that. done. That, that to me is like the lamest thing you can do in a democracy is to not vote. To like, I'm going to take a stand, and by the way, I'm not going to go vote. Well, that's like, not that's being a part of the lame. solution, it's exactly. being a part of the problem. And also, he does a lot. He's right. a Right, yeah, after, but that's just, but that right after that, he supported awful. Fidel Castro, and I think that was like nail in the coffin because I was just yeah. watching Sports Center today that he's they're like, is he being blackballed because teams aren't really picking him up? He's Nobody better wants than him. Those other quarterbacks, I, get, I tell you that right now, he is better than other quarterbacks. Well, he's underperformed though but too. He's also, but he yeah, plays a special. He's kind lost of... a lot of weight. They said because I think he became a vegan, so he's like really thin too. Oh so people are worried about that. Again, you can't play football and be a vegan. I'm no, sorry, you, can't. you need protein. <laughs> you I'm do. sorry, you need no, protein. I, know. I agree. I'm, and I'm, I agree. You can't get enough protein. He's such from a cliche beans. in a way because of all the things. Like in the beginning, he got respect and support. <laughs> But think about it. I'm laughing at the dog. The dog is like, it's I don't amazing. know if I agree with I you or not. It. But okay, <laughs> Callie's chewing my hand. Our third co-host has now decided to chew my hand, oh, so that's what's happening. Amazing. Um, but but yeah, our listeners are used to the to the growling. I don't know how can you be a cliche when you're the guy who started. Something? I mean, like you can't be a cliche so if you start I ha- a well, different I have, movement. I have an opinion Chum. about this, and so. And you, we can agree to disagree on this, but when he first did the kneeling thing, mm-hmm. the only reason why I didn't like it, and it, and I was on the bandwagon or the, the part of the controversy of people that were like, I don't think it's smart, is because a lot of, I just didn't think it contributed to a solution. Right. I, I'm like, do something different because you are, a, this goes back to leadership. We were just talking about you're a, you're a public figure. Do something, take a stand, but then do something with it that actually creates change. Like put his money where his mouth is? Exactly. Right. Well, Which he that. did. But he did donate to million some, dollars. something Several recently. Different, yeah, he gives, he gives a million dollars. Right, but uh, the, that doesn't get the attention. Exactly. Right. And, and the, you can go throw a million bucks. Sorry, go ahead, Rachel. No, 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 yeah, no, no. You can go throw a million bucks at something, but I didn't think the movement itself had the intentions that maybe he... That he had, right. what it wasn't he had the intended. most thought out idea. No. So I didn't agree with it. But, but and, you can't just say you can throw a million dollars at something like nobody. That's a lot of but money. But I'm not that's done yet. That's a lot of money. Yeah, well, whatever. It's two different things, though. Right. It's like he did one thing and then he did another thing. But it, the, the kneeling, I didn't think, did anything. But it just created more ugliness in the media. And it created mm-hmm. more divide instead of creating more of a solution. Hmm. Now, if you think that I have the answer on what the solutions are, we could talk 
you know, we, right. that's a different direction, but right. I'm not pretending to have all the answers. But that's what I felt. That was my p- personal yeah, feeling. That- then he's like, oh, and I'm not going to vote. Um, okay, well, you just completely diminished any credibility that you yeah. built from that movement. Then he started... Um, supporting Fidel Castro who was a fucking communist because he thought they had like a really great education system mm-hmm. they're really highly so edu- it's like it just kind of started and, just yeah, you know just going downhill but but it kind of for the people that didn't support what he did in the first place mm-hmm. me, me included I think it just proved the point that it's yeah. like you're not being a part you're just kind of trying to create some sort of like weird um, controversy around yourself to maybe maybe it's a and then it looks more self-serving right. and I think if he but, actually were a pro bowler or a guy that was not underperforming and right. sitting then on the it, bench I mean, let's just be honest that his his why action, does that matter the, the, it, it the does point, the it point holds is, more weight it holds a lot more why? weight because you look more like a we're dick still, fuck but when we're you're, talking about him right now months later of course they were talking about but him we're talking about him because he's not he been wasn't a starter up. they're talking about him because he was taking a stand that other people but you know what? Who else people are talking about right now? Joe Mixon. Yeah, uh, for but, the opposite reasons. But I'm just not, Kaepernick has never done anything like that. No, no, no. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to say he's assaulted like people. But he's I'm never just gotten saying, a DUI. He's never gotten busted for drugs. He's never assaulted anyone. He has no children that we. And know that's about. not my point. But I'm just saying, just because right. we're talking about him doesn't mean that does anything positive. It's just proving the point that he created more notoriety than he did good. Good, any any good from right, his actions right. and now he's being blackballed and they're actually with what I thought was really interesting today when I was watching um, this analyst talk about it on ESPN was they're only relating it back to one thing and it's the kneeling which is really funny because that's not even why he's being blackballed he's they're like you know if he if he was like a, a pro bowler blah 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 and I'm just really stealing their words yeah. but I agree with them in that if he was somebody who wasn't also underperforming it's really hard to be that person in that position and then kind of shoot yourself in the foot on top of that and then be on the bench too right you yeah. know I, so it's like all those that. things yeah. that's, that's all that's, I didn't I'm off my soapbox now. Yeah, I did. I also did not agree with just like kneeling. I did not think that was enough of an action. Mm-hmm. Like actually doing, like doing something about it. Like right. going out there and like making that more known. Like if he, if so, that press was happening, right. like if he was kneeling and knew you knew he was also like going to schools and so if he and, had camera and trying, crews with him, like a lot of them, right? Do. Which he should have done. And that Probably, I mean, but if maybe you're he gonna, has more integrity for not doing that. But I think it well it didn't work none of it worked because now he's not going to solve police brutality and racism no 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 taking a knee and that's what he was trying to call out and that's why I I agree the not voting thing was crazy to me Uh, the whole Castro thing is just ignorance that's one thing I mean I don't even know about but you you see how those actions made that first action completely diminished if it was we're all in agreement I'm not saying he's a great yeah. intelligent wonderful man I think right. what he did was cool and I thought it was well intended to begin with but yeah once I found out that he didn't vote I was like fuck man that's well, so the, lame as shit yeah so the latest from the um, NFL Players Association is that they do not they're, the union is not getting involved and they uh, yet and they do not believe that teams are colluding against oh, that, him. Yeah, see, that's crazy. That's the official 100% word. They are. They that's gotta the be. How many word. quarterbacks have been signed since we, the Niners the signed Matt Barkley? Who would you rather have, yeah. Matt Barkley or Colin Kaepernick? I know, Colin but the draft just Bortles? ended. They've got time. They There's time. time. He's gonna get a team. He will get on a team, and if I he don't know he if can he go will. to Canada. Well, okay. I yeah. always thought he should switch to wide receiver. I, I, did, I never liked uh, the way he threw the ball. I, I think wanted to keep Alex Smith. A desperate team. Why would he do that? 
Yeah, it's he a better to be a move. I yeah, mean, but that's going to the... drive his butt into the ground and not off the field and never playing football in America again. We shall again. see. We shall see. Right? I personally think somebody will pick him up. I think I what, but what he's going for is a starting quarterback <laughs> because he did take the Niners to the Super Bowl and mm-hmm. in his, what, rookie year with the no, Niners? No, he was in his like, third year. Or whatever. And, well, his first, star- I'm sorry, his yeah. first starting year. Yeah. And so I think his expectations are that he will go somewhere as a starter. I my what I think could happen is he would he could go somewhere as a backup. Oh, for sure. And have to mm-hmm. prove himself. And it's up to him mm-hmm. to. I mean, I'm sure he's not going to say no when it comes down to it. But no. right now, he's reports are saying that he's thinking he's going to go to a team and be right. the starter. Uh, well, and well, we know you got to think that way. Why would you not think? Of that? course. Yeah. But I mean, you yeah. know, I mean, we know who knows how he thinks. His brain is weird. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> We know there's a lot of teams in the NFL who are like, hell no, we are right. not bringing that into our clubhouse right. and we are not like dealing with any of that. How many of them are people of color of those 32 teams are owned by people of color? I don't know. How Let many are there? Zero. Are, is it really zero? Uh, yeah. There might zero. be minority owners. I don't in think that fact, has anything no. to do with it. I think, it, I, think it, I, I would go on the record and say that the Bears would, na- would n- never But because take- of why? Because, because of, of, their, of their his uh, <laughs> political stance, yeah, yeah, and, and, and because of his color, oh, totally. Well, I think there's a lot of teams a white that guy are still that it, way. It would have been way more interesting yep. if a white guy did that. Yep. If a white guy yeah. was like, "Hey, this is crazy." Totally. All the, I mean, like, let's not forget what was what going on last year with like well, every day. Of, yeah, there was right, a video of somebody getting fucking beaten and attacked or killed by police. Yeah, and if Brady or somebody, yeah, but if one one white guy was like, you know, f this nonsense. Mm-hmm. It would have been interesting. And that would have been mixed different. race. So that's right. interesting too. It is interesting. Thing. He was raised by white parents in a bougie he was area. Adopted. Yeah. That's not a bougie. Turlock is not a bougie area. They're a very affluent family. How do you know? Because I know their family. You do? I do. Per- I do. You've been to their I've house? I've talked about this before. Really? I don't want to like say too much <laughs> about it, but I've talked about it before and you can just Google it. Yeah. Yeah. A vice president of a very successful da- dairy operation oh, okay. in own, owns land in the middle of California. Yeah. And I mean, maybe that doesn't matter, but it, I think it kind of does because he grew up with he grew up in a right. in an upper middle class family with privilege, and so I. So I, he shouldn't be someone. I mean, I think that's. I, more I'm not like saying that at all. The Kennedys, then that would mean the Kennedys would never do anything. But I'm saying maybe, maybe he, maybe his upbringing and the way that he acts around not voting yeah. or whatever aren't consistent and maybe that's why his mom made a public statement that she's ashamed of her son yeah i mean she did so mm-hmm. i mean i'm just like bringing out the facts i'm not necessarily drawing it and everyone can decide what conclusion from it because now we're getting into like a heavy racial which is fine i mean that's yeah. what we yeah. if that's what we want to talk about but yeah, but i mean that's like the whole point where we were talking about this on one of our other podcasts with joe with joe mixon right and yeah. how like who decides what kind of owner says we want to take on this guy who's a huge risk could have be out for seasons could be uh, arrested attacking yeah. more people what's he like in the clubhouse is he going to get into fights with our players he's a new Ray Rice basically who wants to yeah. take that on and so uh, clearly they do Bengals. but yeah. other teams definitely were like hell no we are not bringing that we don't care how right. good he is on the field it affected but his so whole that, that's the whole point I was yeah. just trying to make yeah. about like there's definitely teams out there who have have strong beliefs yeah. and I support that and I think that's good and people should have values but, but and Kaepernick's stick to it. never been thought of as like a quote unquote cancer to the team. He's never no, been one to divide the team. Until now I think it's... But even I still think, during 
during that stuff, the most players were supporting him. Not everyone really? took knees. Other yeah, Eric Reed took knee. Other guys on the team were doing other teams. But I'm sure it created yeah. tension. It's got to have created a little bit of like yeah, maybe a teeny bit with a couple people. But stuff, I think the majority you know? of people that are playing in the NFL would agree with him that the the like the racism in our country is pretty right. fucking sad. And I don't think anybody would discount that. No. You know, yeah. and I think I think more what created the the tension was the aftermath of mm-hmm. the things that happened after yeah. the knee. Right. If he had just done the knee and never and and all the other stuff, I don't think he'd be blackballed right now. The, the with the no voting and right. the Castro and the yeah. all that whatever but I think I agree with you that I think because of the the Joe mix and that's why I brought it mm-hmm. up there is a team that will overlook that all and take that. him and yeah. he has every opportunity because he hasn't completely burned mm-hmm. himself to be a comeback head yeah. like he could be a, a success story we could be talking about him if he performs at the level that we know what if that your he Eagles, can what if your Eagles sign him and he took knees uh, on the we have too many fucking quarterbacks no. as it is yeah. we're overpaying backups I could mean, you uh, imagine that happening in Philly Oh my god, they would start throwing beer cans and snowballs at us. The best quarterbacks (laughs) we've ever had since I've been alive have been black. Randall Cunningham and Donovan McNabb. Oh, I just meant the like taking the Wednesday. You got a a ginge, you got a redhead like myself. I know. And then we have we have our old starter as our backup back Foles. Um, Napoleon. Oh, Nick he looks, Foles is for back. Napoleon Dynamite looks uh, just like Napoleon Dynamite. Totally yeah. does. And we overpaid him as our backup. But listen, who the what the fuck? Having a good quarterback's like you the most it. important thing. You need it. So ladies. that's why Kaepernick. I know, I know. In conclusion of Kaepernick um, is yeah. will probably go somewhere, and he has every opportunity. Ten years from now, we could. I mean, be talking we could have been talking him. about Joe Montana and Steve Young, two of the greatest quarterbacks ever. And you yeah, but we'd all be like <laughs> holding hands and singing me like he was so the great best, oh, the awesome best. let's take a minute for Joe St. Joe seriously though but in all honesty that's what put the Niners yeah. has, uh, for on the map for me as a kid because I grew up going to Eagles games and you know when you're a kid and there wasn't all the internet it wasn't and everything were you at the game one of the greatest games ever with the comeback when Joe threw like three touchdowns in the fourth quarter I wasn't in, no in, in Philly oh, I wasn't I was a one little too young <laughs> I was a little too oh. young but um, alright now what like, what else I went to the University of Oregon. We could talk about that. Let's talk about your ducks. ducks. Which which all of the teams you support? Oh, yeah. Football no, I'll watch, and I'll basketball. Watch women's softball. Like I'll watch track and field. I played soccer for the t- for the school, and then I played ultimate frisbee. Won a national that championship. A, that's a sport. Yeah, it's a, it's a real sport. One? You know uh, what? Yeah. Super athletic sport. <laughs> I, am, I actually it give is, you some kudos. Rachel get, will give you shit. I'll give you kudos because I think throwing a you frisbee is really it? fucking hard. I'm really bad I at it. I grew up playing soccer all my life. You run a lot in soccer. Yeah. Well, uh, we both played soccer. And you yeah. run more in ultimate frisbee than you do in soccer. Hmm. That's just the fact. I could see that. It's closer to basketball. There's only seven people on the field. Weird. Clemson uh-huh. didn't have a D1 11. ultimate frisbee team, but you know what? We did. It's all <laughs> club. It's never D1. It's all club stuff. Yeah, I know. I know. They're good teams. Hey, well, you're, the, we're not questioning you. your athleticism. You no, I, not questioning your athleticism. Just questioning ultimate frisbee as a sport, um, and in, yeah. you know, in a grander on a grander scale, maybe. Yeah. You, uh, well, they can't translate because there are we no were referees. Just politically correct there. That's yeah. kind of cool. There are no referees, and that's one of the biggest reasons why it's never translated because you call your own fouls. The spirit of the game. Mm. That's kind of like golf, where you kind of have to be like, "Did I move that ball? A little <laughs> bit or did I win the Masters? Um, I'm not and sure." Yeah, people listening at home, go search uh, Ultimate Frisbee videos, and you'll see the athleticism and of we'll these see guys. You. It's way better now than when I was playing. These kids are crazy. They're like six foot three, didn't like 
decided wow. not to play basketball and soccer, and they're fucking ridiculous. Can they? Or can you get like a scholarship for that now? I don't think so. I still, yeah, it's not, it's not. So it's not a good decision, one. but it's no. still like honorable. Like it's, it's still a great hard sport. sport. It's yeah. fun as shit, and fun people mm-hmm. play it. Let's talk about Oregon and how I feel, in my opinion, that they've really. Ruined. As in recently, no, become very popular. Oh yeah, like mm-hmm. their popularity and like people knowing even who the hat, uh, what, where that uniforms. is, and what I was just gonna say. Do you think it's because oh of yeah, the and all the ho- hipsters and and like and fair Nike price coffee? And, yeah, didn't, what is it? This thing didn't <laughs> Nike, the owner Phil. of Nike? Uh, Uncle he Phil. went there, yeah, and he went to so he there. like he decided track. to just donate a lot of money and well, change no, everything. He went to school and, there, and, and he and the old track coach invented the Nike shoe, the the waffle. Soul, the, yes. the old coach Bill Bowerman made that in an old waffle, waffle iron, and they've put huh. it on the bottom of a shoe. Whoa, and it had a traction. waffle iron! Yeah, and that's yeah, how we learned something that. new every that's why it's, a waffle, it's called the waffle soul, and they oh. so they did that. And Phil used to sell him out of his car, and he went to um, Stanford for his MBA, so he gives money to Stanford too. Let's not forget that. Okay. Is that where that but saying comes from? Hey, but you're he waffling. He loves Oregon. He loves Oregon, <laughs> and we love him. I don't love the uniforms. I like green and yellow. Uh-huh. I like my school colors. I don't like the silver and the black and the white. I mean, I don't mind the white it's and the black kind of there. It's cool, but it's just too much weirdness, and there's like slate and all this bullshit on it. It's like just, I like the change to the single big O. Mm-hmm. That helped. Mm-hmm. And the solid green. When I was there, we had yellow helmets with oh. a U of O logo, and some of them had a duck, and we wore like white shirts and yellow pants or green shirts and yellow pants, and it was very yellow pants? traditional. Yeah. yeah. It was wow. different, and now it's like... So if you had to pee, you could get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't ask And when I went there, we could go to football. You could walk. I walked into the game one time at, I think, halftime. Me and my buddy were taking some mushrooms, and we're like, let's go to the football game. Just walked in. There were tons of empty seats, wow. and we're like, wow. So you could, you could, but you could, you could probably do that if you weren't on mushrooms, too, right? You could have then, yes, yeah. but it yeah. wouldn't have been as fun because our team was awful. We were horrible. So you didn't answer my question about waffling. I don't know about your question. Oh, that's why you didn't answer it. I like waffles. What but is I your mean, question? like, you know, when Doubt. the waffle, you know. The waffle sole, the, the old Nike shoe. Where do you think waffling came from? Because that's like, you know, the opposite of like doing cool yeah, well, stuff. Well, it's like no, a, when you're waffling, is you're undecided. Waver. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's just, a good one. Somebody look that up. Get back to us. All right. Producer, we'll, we'll find... imaginary. Callie, can you get on that, please? You Thanks. know what? She's sleeping now. Thanks. Our third co-host has passed out again, and that's when what? That's when we like her. Yeah. During yeah. the podcasting get shit time. Done. Yeah. So do you go up and go to games? I did. Yeah. My friends and I. We started going. I think in two thousand. Uh-huh. We we started going annually, like a group of us, like eight or ten. We all formed a soccer team, and played in the city league, which was fun. We played the city league team. I, I bailed on the college team, which was annoying, and then I played ultimate and we won what's the tailgate scene like there um the tailgating's good there it's not crazy like other places what do people do like what's the cool thing to do i'm not a big tailgater we would drink we'd we'd, like do you drink in the parking lot like some people have caboose trains yeah like well i was was in the south that's like a whole thing that's way bigger but yeah people like it there but even when in college when we'd go to the games we'd just walk over there because you walk across from where the campus is to the stadium you walk across over a a river which was cool on a footbridge and so that was fun and everyone's there and it's all crowded and crazy and then there were some tailgating in the thing but I never really got into tailgating there my friends and I we stayed at a hotel nearby and we'd walk mm-hmm. or ride bikes to the game and play wiffle ball on the way or play football and or frisbee. eat weed cookies that's <laughs> what we would do are those the traditions of Oregon yeah. eat like getting just really stoned yeah. like what are the traditions yeah. there we'd eat weed cookies and 
two different times people I was with had to be walked out because they were losing their brains. <laughs> I feel like not a lot has changed in Oregon. Time, this is one of the best. We got in and I was sitting there and I was I was eating. I ate this cookie and I was like, holy shit, it was strong. And I looked at the clock and I was like, okay, cool. Only a minute and a half left in the half. I can go at halftime. And I realized it was only a minute and a half into the first quarter. <laughs> and I was like, holy Those shit. Those weed cookies, they'll do them, Tate. They'll do them. It's a razor's What am I edge. saying? They'll, I'm still like hungover from the weekend. They're, they'll... Do it to you. That's yeah, what I meant to say. Go. Do them to you. You want to give it one more shot? Do I already said it. Do okay. it to you. There okay, we go. Cool. Do it to you. Oh what? Oh what? Did what? you? So did you used to wear Birkenstocks? I was weirdly anti hippie, but pro uh, reggae and weed. So I grew up mm. in Marin County, and everyone loved the dead. I did not like the dead because of it. I like the dead more now. Oh God, how are we even friends? Um, no, I used to say to people, like, oh, you know, you see one dead show, you've seen them all, and that would just drive I've seen two, crazy. and they that's were so funny. different. That's one of my favorite things mm. to say to people. Yeah, I know. That's the joke. Yeah. Because it's all dead, now they're all different, bro. Hey, and I'm like, I know, Dennis fucker. the comedian, I'm getting all your jokes. I'm like, that's, that's not a joke. It's not true. It's not a good joke. I mean, maybe it's a good joke to the people that don't like the dead. To be frank, though, I understand what you're saying because part of my family is not into the dead and part is huge into the dead. And um, like my dad and I are and my one of my uncles, my other uncle would just kind of go along with it. But he's like, you know, you have to take drugs to get into this, Shannon. And I'm like, well, no, I like listen to it in my car all the time, but I can understand how that's a funny thing because drugs d- do make it better. They do. It's I like mean, people you go to like a Jimmy Buffett concert, Jimmy Buffett. But you take you like drunk drugs off their ass, and you're. Right. But don't you agree? Drugs make experiences yes. better. Yes. Music so, especially. Yeah, especially. So uh, drugs make the right drugs. The right drugs. Yeah, so like like, so like mushrooms or like weed or whatever mm-hmm. make Grateful Dead concerts better because I feel like and this is a person who definitely took mushrooms at a Grateful Dead concert saying this they play the music for you they, they know how you're tripping and they like know when you're going into different levels they like control it it's but if like, you're just smoking weed and having some drinks that space shit gets tiresome after like 30 minutes well that's when it goes back to it's the like, music let's go I like mm-hmm. the recorded I like singing along I like songs I can. I went and saw them in Santa Clara for their whole reboot the final yeah. tour and well, then you're kind of a awful. fan. It really? I didn't go to that. It I've never awful. been to a dead show. It wasn't awful. They, they played so like good. the oldest of the old, and they did like an hour and a half fucking space and drums, and then they took like an, like another hour and a half break. And right Whoa. before the first break, so right before now. the break, a rainbow came up over the stage. <laughs> and I everyone was like, Jerry! And it was so amazing, and it was fucking awesome. And then also like, okay, we're done. Is like, oh, why did no one tell them there's a fucking rainbow behind you, Bobby? Keep playing, keep yeah. singing, and play fucking play estimated profit song. right now, so we can all sing California. Mm. Do you, um, but do they you know it. how old they're? So old now. That's probably what what it is. Yeah. Like I actually. I know I was too young to go to a concert when Jerry Garcia died, but I will never forget. I was on a camping trip in uh, Lake George, New York, and my father got the paper, and my mom, and he walked away, like, all sad, and my mom said, he's not going to be back for a couple days. (laughs) And it was when he died, and so my, um, the only two Grateful Dead concerts I've ever been to have been, I went with my dad, Mm -hmm. and I did Molly secretly. He doesn't know I was on Molly for one of them, but, um, (laughs) but, um, he's like, yeah, you really get it. And I'm like, yeah, dad, I get everything. But um, but I it was still really cool because the first one, um, uh, Willie, uh, Willie Nelson subbed in, and um, uh, the one was she's really cool. Uh, she the she sang for Donna Godshaw, Feet 
Fiona Apple. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was amazing. That's cool. And then the second year was actually, the second time I went was better because it was this guy, Warren Haynes, mm-hmm. who used to play for the Almond Brothers and he's right. in Government Mule now. And he's got a really good voice. So, like, that as the lead singer was yeah. really good. And they did it exactly like it should be done. Actually, to give him some street cred, I hear that John Mayer is doing a pretty fucking good job. I, heard he was better. I saw him with Trey, and then I heard John Mayer was was way better. He's like mm. killing it right yeah. now. Like he's a, yeah, he's on tour. Yeah, and he's uh, cute. And what he is, is um, so that, um, he showed up to one of the roast battles too. He's like all into the comedy yeah. store roast battle. He's like oh, all over get the place. Over now. There. It's really going. Oh man, really he's awesome. Really I'm getting so rid of his pop star. Yeah, past. But what is it called? Dead and. Dead and Company? Dead and Company, maybe? I don't got that. Sorry. It's, it's Dead and Company you that know. he's doing, but sorry. No, I'm glad you brought up comedy because I was going to ask you who's been your like comedic influences or actors in your in your life. We obviously know The Grateful Dead didn't really have a big impact on yeah, you, but uh, what did have a big impact on you and, when and I was your a kid, comedy? I would have to say Robin Williams was a huge, I was a big fan of his growing yeah. up with Mork and Mindy and all that stuff. And then um, uh, comedically, I liked Eddie Murphy when I was young. My dad mm-hmm. gave my, my brother and I Eddie Murphy's album and I actually saw Eddie Murphy live when I was in high school Whoa. my friends and I borrowed my dad's car and me and That's three pretty friends awesome. drove especially because he won't fucking perform anymore so to well, yeah, have seen him during his prime when that's pretty cool during the raw tour and yeah. we, was, we smoked weed and my one friend fell asleep and we were maybe in all the Oakland Coliseum oh there were maybe a hundred white people and really? it was a great and it was so funny and I loved it and I looked like I was fucking eight years old and I was <laughs> laughing and I still remember he did like ten minutes on this guy named Larry in the front row and just ripped on him and having fun <laughs> and I was crying laughing I having a great time I look over my one friend Brendan was just like but yeah so Eddie Murphy was big but yeah Robin Williams I like because I like that physical comedy stuff and then growing up I would watch Monty Python mm-hmm. and yeah. Marx Brothers and stuff. My dad loved comedy and my mom did theater and so we'd watch that stuff. And um, then when I was in high school, as a freshman in high school, I had a teacher and I was in music class with these older kids so I'd always like try to make them laugh and be funny and I was awful at the, at the trombone, like awful. I couldn't play. and But I'd be funny and the guys, the older guys would all like egg me on and then the teacher one day was so frustrated. He was like, and this is Marin County. Mm-hmm. Robin Williams grew up there and he goes you remind me of a student I used to have in Redwood back in the 60s and I was like oh yeah who's that he goes Robin Williams and I was like is wow that, is that supposed to shut me up like cause uh <laughs> it's only gonna make just me... kind of encouraged that me that was right your there. moment Feet so yeah we shared a teacher and so that was wow. always that, nice but that's like gotta be like something you think about you yeah. know cause comedy's so tough you know yeah. like it has to be like the everybody has that drawing experience right. it's like what is making me do this during the times yeah. when it's like why the fuck am I doing this and then other times when it's working you're like this is why I'm doing it yeah but I grew up I mean and also like growing up just in a funny family like lucky enough to my dad's very funny my brother and sisters are funny my mom was funny uncles it's always about joking always about making fun of each other always about laughing and like I learned like running bits playing dictionary as a kid You'd be these, like, you know, dictionary, you get a word yeah, that right. no one knows, and then you make up fake ones, like Balderdash before it became Balderdash. And we'd play that, and, like, within the first two or three rounds, people would be calling back 
the same jokes wow. and it'd be like crying awesome. laughing so they'd be like fork and schnoogle hop they'd be like oh three-legged monkey because that was said in the first round and it just funny so i grew up luckily <laughs> it in like a very trained funny your family. brain yeah, yeah. And chicago's just a funny i don't know what people yeah. in chicago are just funny no i mean i think some of the most successful comedians are straight yeah. out of chicago yeah you know so what made you decide to even like start doing comedy and acting then uh i, yeah, I just kind of had it was one of those i had to even though like i don't have the success i'd like to have i always knew this is what i wanted to do as a kid and stuff mm-hmm. my mom did theater when i was growing up and the story was that i would be at the rehearsals as a like a three-year-old four-year-old and i'd be in the back row like correcting them and i'd like they'd be like i'd cook like they'd go off book or you know run mm-hmm. lines or you know and i'd just be like nope and i'd tell them what was supposed to be said and so really? that's awesome. that was early and then i did a couple commercials as a kid but i didn't like that um, like my oh, thank God you never you, you're not like no. a child, child actor. No, but it tripped <laughs> me out. I almost could have been. Like I was in a couple things, and like it was that thing. I like my mom, single mom. My parents were divorced, and she was struggling, and she would take me to an audition. And I had already done a couple, uh, like a poster, and then a commercial, and then we were at an audition, and there were all these other kids there, like doing homework and talking to each other. And I knew my mom was like missing work, and I was like felt weird. And I looked over at these kids, and they all just I just was like oh, I don't like any of these kids and yeah. I looked at my mom and I go I don't want to do this she goes no I go no she's like okay wow that probably left. it was a good characteristic yeah. of yours yeah. coming up that big, you know what I mean I mean yeah. that's a good thing in a way well or I, I could have a house in the hills right now and like or, three <laughs> different drug rehabs and kids all yeah, over. Yeah, but you'd be such a that dick wasn't fuck. Your you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even wouldn't be, on our be friends. Podcast. No, yeah, no. you wouldn't even oh, be man. here. And I think you've had more success than you give yourself credit for yeah. too. So Maybe, you, I don't know. Go uh, ahead, rattle off some of your things. I don't there's know. There's stuff. Yeah, but there's I've been commercials. Uh, wrote on South Park. I've done a voice on South Park. Who's uh, your voice on South Park? I'm sure people listening are like, his voice sounds familiar. No, they modulate it and make it high pitched, so you sound like a kid. Yeah, uh, I don't some know. other stuff. I don't but yeah, no, I don't have. I mean, I've done some stuff, but you know what, Rachel and I have done know. this podcast. Nice, so, you know. That's good. But listen, it's it's a, it's a it, they say it takes a lifetime to become an right. overnight success. So well, like a yeah, we could like. And I've learned a lot from you. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. I one time hung out with Bobby Weir in a in a cave in Thailand though. I, mean, That's I feel baller. like you wouldn't appreciate it as much as I would based on our previous no. conversations mm-hmm. from ten minutes. I was ago. at a table with him having dinner because my aunt and uncle live in Thailand, and I was there after college, so I was. That's the coolest like thing I've ever heard. And we were, yeah. we were there. He he happened to show up and was renting a house on this. And he they were still beach. playing then in yeah. Thailand. Yeah, in Thailand. And he walked what? by and he he lived in Mill Valley. And yeah, so he, did he's, he, I was so, gonna say he's a Marin Valley, yeah, uh, Marin Mil- County guy. Yeah. So they both did, and you know, I I grew up with Joan Baez's son went to my high school and Grace Lake's wow. daughter went to high school and like kids and you know it's like that all whole the summer generation. of the 60s yeah. Richie's had kids. their kids yeah um, and so he came walking down this little path and I was walking toward him I'm like oh that's fucking the dude and I go hey and he go, and he looks at me and he goes I know you and I could see him kind of be like oh and I go you live in Mill Valley don't you he goes yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> hey, good to see you. And I just walked away. He seems like such a nice guy, though. He was a nice guy, but he also was a grown man who said, hey, I'm Bobby. I'm like, oh, really, Bobby? You know, <laughs> he was the Bob. only, like, but even good dude. close to hot one in The Grateful Dead. So, yeah. and he wasn't even that hot, but I'm sure he has a little bit of whatever that gave him. I but, mean, he wasn't, he was no pig pen, if you will. No, <laughs> he wasn't, nor was he Jer. Yeah. But we were sitting at a table having dinner, and with like a joint came out, and I was sitting next to him, and I just vividly 
vividly remember thinking when he passed me the joint of how many people I knew that would love okay, to be there. Okay, that's the cooler oh than I would rather be like, where's fucking, fucking Toots and where's Toots and where's Peter Tosh and Bob? Like, I'd rather be with Wait, those so guys. Bob Weir passed you a joint? Yeah. Okay, that's Bobby. Bobby Weir. That's way cooler and then he than played, ever just having a discussion with him or even oh, anything. That's then, the coolest thing in the whole world. Then he played an acoustic guitar in a cave for about 15, 20 people no. with another dude named Matt Kelly who ripped at guitar and harmonica and was way better than him at stuff and then this other guy Danny Paradise who is a yoga instructor extraordinaire friend of my uncle's so that was crazy and then they did another show at a bar that got way crowded that's an insane baller story by the way that was your baller baller story story. I mean unless you had more Uh, unless you have something to talk about there is nothing that can top that I will talk shit on any type of baller story you try to tell after that story because that is the ballerest of all stories I've ever heard on this podcast go ahead try to talk Bob Weir passed you a joint like I don't even care if you ever spoke a word to him. Like, that's the fucking coolest thing in the whole world. That's, I'm sorry. And then you saw him play in a cave. Like, you're done. You're done now. You're good. Cool. Take a bow. All right. (laughs) Done. Good joke. We're good. Good bit. (laughs) You don't want to top it. That's good. I I don't don't know. Yeah, I can't top it. that. I don't, I don't. My baller story is an anti-baller story. So well, I don't mine was an anti-baller telling. story too, but it did involve Dennis. But I feel like I just can't follow that now. I know. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're gonna bring it down. I don't want to tell I, it. I no. I don't want to tell it. Nope. We're gonna go out on a high note. So I shouldn't tell the story about when I was on Air Force One. Okay. Cool. How about okay. on our I'm just kidding. Like, no. What the hell? You can't leave people hanging. Be like Seinfeld right. and go out on top. Boom. Yes. Okay? Yes. What's the deal? <laughs> so where can people uh, find you oh. if they want to come see you perform see or perform. see your shows? If you're in the what? greater Santa Monica area, I do a monthly stand-up <laughs> show at the Westside Comedy Theater. It's awesome. Great. I've it's been on show. it a couple times. Yep. You'll and I back. loved it. Thank yeah. you. I want to come back as it's soon as y'all show. have me. Some, a lot of people around town that are uh, kind of known around here, but aren't like famous. Me, like and then we get, but then we also get some big name people dropping in too. Yeah, cool. I think um, who was on my show? I did two of your shows. One of them, Theo Vaughn did Theo one Vaughn, of them, funny, yep. and Zach Galifianakis mm-hmm. was supposed to come, but he didn't. Yeah. But I still say I was almost on a show. Yep, yep, yep. He drops by every once in a while, yeah. which is nice. And it's the it is the best comedy. Comedy club. That's a great, yeah. It's my favorite, and it's like literally down yeah. down the street. And if you ever are just looking for comedy, just go to westsidecomedy.com. There's always good shows. Yeah. Other than that, I don't tweet much, and when I do, it's usually angrily at the president, which makes me vomit to even just say that. I know. But you He's have the president, you, and then um, I'm on Instagram as dgubs. You, but you also own a hashtag, I feel like, that's called, is this Twitter? Oh, yeah. I think I invented that you one. You did invent it. Is this Twitter? Because that one made me chuckle earlier when I, <laughs> when I post stuff on uh, on Facebook. I would just write it, the hashtag, is this Twitter? That's hysterical. Inside joke. And I also say face. I think I invented that. Oh, when yeah. I say, you it, invented the face? How's it going face? Well, I, you, I caught notice up on that. of is this Twitter. So if you ever want a hashtag, is this Twitter, you um, will get Dennis's yeah. attention. We'll yeah. yeah. You'll see some of my amazing tweets. Yes. Well, thank you, Dennis, for being here. Thanks for thank having you. me. Yeah. Women of the balls. <laughs> yes. And everyone who's listening, thank you. Our numbers just keep growing. We're so grateful. And always rate and review us on iTunes. Give us five stars and just say nice things in the comment. Yeah. You can email us, you know, completely complaints I guess that's not like the positive spin on it but no we like um, feedback though feedback yeah, is feedback. a gift mm-hmm. to uh, playing wballs at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at playing with balls we post cool content all the time and you'll have links to this podcast as well with Dennis and we'll be back with a brand new episode next Tuesday party bye